Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Mommy, I hear the baby crying. Help me. Are the words she's in?
Back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host tonight. You know, teach us how to pray. What that song is talking about. You know, not our will be done, but His will be done. Not our kingdoms be built, our castles and in the sands that we like to build. And the waves of life come over and they wash them away. That's why we're not out to build our kingdom. We've got to build his kingdom. You know, as much as the disciples walked with Christ, they still had a burning desire, a a yearning on the inside of them to learn what it was to commune with God. They watched Christ. They watched Jesus walk and talk and communicate and demonstrate what he saw the Father or what he heard the Father doing or saying. And it was in that place of prayer and that place of communion with God that that was experienced. And so the disciples are watching They're watching Jesus. They're watching him communicate with God. They're watching him talk and listen. Watch him go away to these quiet places or up on the mountain or out to the desert, fasting, praying. Coming back to the people and coming back to the disciples full of the power of the Holy Spirit. And these guys are wanting to know, what are you doing when you're talking to God? Where are you going? What are you saying? Teach us how to pray. And so it is with us. So we say we're followers of Christ. And we read his word. We can see that the acts, the the demonstration that God did through Christ and then later did through the disciples and the apostles. 
and eventually through the New Testament church. But they had a curiosity, a hunger, a passion in their heart to know what is it that you're doing. Jesus let them know right off. It's not about relationship like we were talking the other day. It's not about the vain repetition or the formula or the formulation or the the motion. But it's pouring your heart out before God. What do you say? You'll you'll find me if you search for me with all of your heart. That's when you'll find me, when you seek for me with all of your heart. The first commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, everything that's within you. So Christ begins to share with his disciples. Christ begins to share with his disciples. Teaching them relationship dynamics. The foundation he lays, he says what? Man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So there's a place in your life, there's a situation in your life or a time in your life when you have to take time and listen to God because that's how you're going to live. How much of God you hear and how much of God you obey is going to determine the quality of your life. It's going to determine the quality of my life and my wife's life. Your family. We need to make quality decisions if we're going to have a quality lifestyle. One of those decisions needs to be Getting into a place. See, learning what Jesus, what did Jesus do? He departed to a quiet place. Departed to a desert place. He departed into the mountains or into the hills, into the desert. Solitary, just a place where there's no outside influences. He who keeps his mind on me, I'll keep him in perfect peace, the Bible says. And so God's desire for you is that you live by every word that proceeds out of his mouth, which means you have to turn your ear to heaven. You've got to position yourself. Now, let me ask you this. If God is seated in heaven on his throne, And Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. And the Bible says that when you're in Christ, when you're in him, you're seated with him in heavenly places, which means the minute you're in Christ, 
and you choose a life of the spirit, not of the flesh, but of the spirit, because of the blood of Jesus, you have access into the Holy of Holies, into the throne room, into the place where the presence of God is, into the place where God is. me and my wife, me and my family, by virtue of the blood of Jesus, because of what Jesus did, because of the blood, the sacrifice, what he paid, he purchased our right to enter in to the place where God is. And so if you're in Christ, if I'm in Christ, my wife, if we're in Christ, all of us, then we can enter in. We can stand before God. Now listen, how are you going to hear God if you're not close enough to him to hear his voice? How are you going to hear? How are you going to hear your spouse if you're not in a position or you can listen. If I'm on one side of the house, my spouse is on the other, if my wife's on the other side of the house, unless I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, or she is, more than likely we're not going to hear each other. But if we're in the same room, sitting next to each other, face to face, more than likely... We're going to hear each other. And the idea is this. And I'll get to that. And my wife made a good point. It's not just to hear, but it's to listen. It's to process. It's to absorb. We need to develop a listening ear. In our relationships, I know I do. My wife would tell you I do. Need to be a better listener. But not just in the natural, also in our spiritual walk. We need to develop our spiritual ears and our ability to listen to every word. Now, why would Jesus say every word? Because, see, every minute of the day, God's constantly directing our path, leading us, instructing us, pointing us to those things that are going to benefit us in his plan for our lives. See, there's things that are going to benefit you in God's plan for your life. Many would say, well, these things I'm going through or this situation I'm facing or whatever I'm in at the moment doesn't really seem like much of a benefit. You need to realize everything in the kingdom isn't wasted. Everything works together for the good. Now, I do believe that people can get so far out there away from God and sin against God and the devil 
in the process can take you out. And that doesn't necessarily work together for the good, but on the same point, God can even use one person's tragedy to be another person's inspiration. So nothing really is wasted in the kingdom. We can't really judge the situation or weigh it out until we get there and to the end from the beginning, just like God does. Because it's not over till it's over. And you know, when you look at a puzzle and you're only looking at 10 pieces of the puzzle, and it's a 5,000 piece puzzle, if you don't know what the picture looks like, or what it's supposed to look like when it's finished, looking at those 10 pieces and missing the other 4,990 pieces, it's not very clear. It doesn't make any sense. It's not very appealing. It's not entertaining. There's not much to it. Unless you know what the picture is supposed to look like. And see, Jesus already knows what the puzzle looks like. And he gives you a piece at a time. And he fits it together in his timing, piece by piece by piece. And if you can get into the spirit and get into the mind of God, you'll get pieces and clues along the way ahead of time and portions of the picture that'll bring more clarity along the way. So I says every word. See, if you have a 5,000-piece puzzle and you're missing pieces, it's not so much fun. It really doesn't make for a good puzzle. If you buy a brand new puzzle and find out at the end of the puzzle that you're missing five pieces, you know, what is that? It's not complete. Now, I believe God can bring things around. And I believe there's mercy and grace. But I believe for a lot of us, We've missed a lot of blessings. We've missed a lot of opportunities. We've missed a lot of encounters with the Lord that we could have had. We could have experienced had we listened to every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And we can't go back in time. But what we can do is make a point and determine in our heart that from this day forward, we're going to turn our ears to hear. We're going to begin to listen for the sound of his voice. We're going to begin to take time in the secret place where there's no outside influences. And we're going to develop the ability to converse, to dialogue, to talk to, 
and listen to our Heavenly Father. Listen to what the Spirit is saying to us as a church or as a people, as a son or daughter of the Most High God. So you've got to determine in your heart. You know, I don't know where you're at in the scheme of things in your walk, in your relationship with God. If you're one that listens to God on a regular basis, maybe you listen to God on and off. Maybe you've never heard God speak to you. Or maybe he's been speaking to you, you just didn't realize that was him. Whatever the case is, Whatever situation you're facing, you're dealing with, it's not too late to begin to ask God, God, pick up the pieces. Help put the pieces together in my life. And help me see the picture. Help me see the vision. Help me see the purpose that you have for me, Lord. And lead me, guide me, instruct me, show me. You know, he's just waiting for you to ask. He says, ask, seek, knock, and doors will be open. And you will find things. He says, call unto me and I'll answer you and I'll show you great mighty things that you don't know. Jeremiah 33, 3. He just says, call. Call out to me. Come talk to me. And I'm going to show you some things. Ask. Seek. Seek me and find me. He says. Not. See, for many of us, we've got closed doors. Why? Because we're not knocking. We're not opening up doors. For many of us, we're not finding anything. Why? Because we're not asking. We're not seeking. And God says, look, call upon me while I'm near. And today is the day. Now is the time. And now's the time God wants to break through in new ways, in new areas, in new dimensions and facets of his character and his emotions and his personality and his plan for your life. He wants to reveal so many things to you, so many things to me, so many things to everybody listening to us. We'll just take the time to listen. We'll just take the time to get to know them. So it's looking. Will God find what he's looking for? The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth looking for hearts that are fully his looking for those that are fully devoted to him 
When are we going to get fully devoted to him? When are we who call ourselves his people? When are we who call ourselves Christians? This includes me. It includes you. If you call yourself a Christian, you're going to be fully devoted, fully committed to our God. Through our God we shall do valiantly. We shall be victorious, for it is he who will tread down our enemies. David wrote a song. He said, through our God, we shall do valiantly. And it is he who treads down our enemies. In your life, you're going to have enemies. People who oppose God's plan for your life. People who sidestep. People who try to throw a wrench in it. People who disagree with it. People who think they know something better than what God knows for you. These are your enemies. Anyone who tries to keep you from the purposes of God. The key is to bless them. The key is to pray for them. The key is to declare the will of God over them, that God would turn their hearts so that you don't get bitter. You don't get angry. You don't hate people just because they don't agree with you or they don't understand you or they don't walk in unity or harmony with you. Maybe they don't see eye to eye with you. And so you don't hate them. Just pray for them. You don't tolerate certain things. Sometimes you got to separate yourself. But you pray for them. Because not all ungodly counsel comes from ungodly people. Sometimes people in the church may put in their advice or opinion or their counsel on something. And it's not God's counsel for you. So we need to be careful. And then the obvious is, is most people that are not listening to God probably are not offering you the best counsel. But every now and then, God will use even a donkey, even a rock, even a stick or a snake or a whatever. God can speak to us through anybody or anything. He can use super spiritual, supernatural, and natural. Sometimes he uses everyday ordinary, and he turns it into extraordinary. If you got, if you want God to do extraordinary things through you. You need to just ask him to put some extra on your ordinary. You know, we're going to have a lot of worship tonight. It's 11-11. 11-11. 
We're going to have a lot of worship tonight. Actually, it's not 11.11. My clock's fast. It's 11.04, Central Standard Time. Not to confuse anybody if you're running late for an appointment. Uh, We're going to have worship time tonight. We probably will here in a little bit. But uh, I just wanted to share my heart. Just kind of put some stuff out there for you. Just let you know, you know, the Lord loves you. He really desires relationship. He really desires to get to know you. He just wants you to talk about it. He's got some things to say to you. He just wants you to listen. Trust me, it'll help you. You know, it's it's only a fool. Part of the expression, but, you know, only a fool says in his heart there is no God. And only a fool thinks they know better than God does. Isn't it funny how so many of us wrestle and argue and fight to the very end thinking our way is right? Thinking we're out, we we outsmarted God. We don't need his plan. We we got a better deal going. <laughs> and we may not say that, but indirectly when we show it by our actions, we know what better. We know what God's saying. We know what God wants in our heart. Yet we choose to do the other thing. And indirectly we're saying, God, we think we know better than you do. And so I say, God help us. You know, God help me. God help my family. God help everyone listening tonight. That we get to a place in our lives where we... That God help us, not not my will, not what I want, not what I desire. But God, give me the desires of your heart. God, you put the desires in my heart. God, you put your will there. God, you put your desire. God, what what what's your kingdom all about? I want I don't want to build my sand castles anymore, God. I don't think my way is better, God. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, it's okay. He, he's known as all three. You can call him Father. You can call him Jesus. You can call him Holy Spirit. Because you know what? They're all working together for your good. And they all agree. The Spirit, the Word. They're all one. You know, just ask him. Just reach out. Humble yourself. What is Second Chronicles seven forty? If my people, if, 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 if. This is what he says. Look, if my people, God's talking to his people. He's not even talking to the lost. He's talking to his people. And this is what he's telling his people to do. People that claim Jesus. People that claim Christianity. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. And that's it right there. you got to humble yourself. Humility goes a long way in the kingdom of God 
if my people, and the problem is, is not everybody's going to do it. But if you do it, and if you humble yourself, and you actually pray, you begin to communicate with God. You begin to say, I have Father, just like Jesus said. You begin to develop a relationship with God. Pray. And turn from their wicked ways. Repentance. Turn. Stop doing the stuff that God's telling you not to do. i got to stop doing stuff God tells me not to do. You've got to stop doing stuff God tells you not to do. Why? Because he said to. Turn from their wicked ways. Then what? If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and heal their land. Amen. And heal their land. And heal their lands. So you need to call. Right? Pick up the phone and give them a call. So you pick up the phone and you give him a call. And guess what? He starts to open doors. So you're sitting in front of that door, locked, gated, ain't going to open. What do you do? Pick up the phone and call Jesus. And guess what? He's like the gatekeeper. He opens up the door. And he says, come on in. And whatever situation you're facing... God has an open door for you to walk through. It may be in your finances. Start knocking. It may be in your health. Start knocking. It may be in your relationships. Start calling and knocking and reaching and humbling yourself and praying. So we're going to break. So I think we're just going to wrap up and pray. So let's pray. And it's All right. Father, we just ask your blessings upon everybody tonight. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. Lord, we just ask, Lord, that you would just touch every person tonight. Lord, teach us how to pray. Teach us how to humble ourselves and commune with you. Show us what you want for us. Show us what you desire for our lives. We just ask, Lord, God, your blessings upon everybody tonight. Touch them in their bodies, Lord. Touch them in their minds. Lord, touch them in their souls. 
and show them, Father, the way of the kingdom. Show them, Father. Show them your heart and your desire. We just ask your blessings tonight, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for everything you're doing, everything you're saying, everything you're speaking. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is Prayer International Radio. Thank you for tuning in tonight. We just ask that everybody be blessed. We'll be back sometime, same place tomorrow night. You need to check us out on the internet. Or at www.prayerinternational.org. Have a good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.